Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Saturday. Going to do Coach uh, Part 2 with Coach Russell. Um, the national coach, national coach in Ireland. I think you're going to really enjoy this. Um, before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. Um, you know, their, their technology and the, and the way they revolutionize and their new machine is unbelievable. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, they give you $350 off. And on the home one, I think the home one's awesome and you should buy one, but, and still mention us, but you won't get $350 off that home one just because of the price. Um, also make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, it's a little over a dollar a day. When you do the breakdown of all the things that you get, I came up with like $4,800, $5,000. Just if you just went and bought the videos. I'm not talking about the community. I'm not even talking about the price of doing a one-on-one call with me or jumping in and doing a, a mastermind with our, with our community like we did this week. I didn't even count that in there. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, I can, I can name three or four videos I know right now that would cost 49, 50 bucks. And that's less, it's less than a dollar a day. It's less than a McDonald's Um, 14 day free trial. As we talk, great time to go and work on your craft. Even if you're not coaching, Um, come over and join us and let's head off to the podcast. Hope you enjoy it for coaches who want to get better. Um, 14 day free trial. If you don't like it after the 14 days, we'll, there's nothing will come off your credit card. You will be good to go. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a great resource. I can't, I can't imagine something I, I would have wanted it as a young coach or any, as, and I would have loved it as an older coach. I just think it's a great resource and I think you should go check it out. www.teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's go back to the interview. Here we go. So there's a number of different objectives for depend okay. on the player, really. Okay. Okay. If I can start from, the younger guys that are coming into our, what is known as a transition year program. So these these are like 14, 15, 16 year old kids. Okay. They're all coming from European, non-English speaking European countries. Okay. They will come 
they'll, yeah, they'll come for a minimum of one year um, to learn English first and to be able to do well doing what they love, and that's play basketball. And so that's a take plus a year for you. That's probably a plus for you to be able to teach them English. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we teach English classes and have fully, fully accredited English program in, in the academy. Right. So the idea would be is that they're going home with a certification and fluent in English after spending a, a whole academic year with us. Right. Um, you know, so that's, that's the, the younger guys. So, I mean, they're, that puts them in, at a massive advantage with the kids around uh, that would have, would have not went away, you know, right. back in their home country. Right. In some cases, have, they have stayed on for the senior cycle of their high school program, so the last two years. Right. Okay, so the kids would have stayed on. They did the first year of English. They got the English up to a level that allowed them to basically studying English because conversational English and, and studying English is completely different, right? Right. So they come in and then they study their A-levels and they'll do their A-levels then, which is enough, will get them enough credit to get into university anywhere in the world. It's the, one of the most, it's that and the baccalaureate, the two most recognized high school programs in, in, in the world. Oh yeah, baccalaureate. I taught in a baccalaureate high school. I think that's the real deal. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no worries. So we, we also we have the full secondary school program as well. So we can take kids in as low as late eight. So we have the junior cycle and the senior cycle. But today we've only had a few kids in for the junior cycle. And right. now they're going into transition year. Like my okay. daughter's in the junior cycle, for example. So she's okay. doing her GCSE. Anyway, then we have a bunch of kids in the senior cycle, which is the A-level program. Then after the A-level program, we have what's like a prep school program. So that's essentially prepping kids. We'll have about 10 kids coming into that program next year um, with a view to maybe going on and competing for university scholarships okay. um, in the that's state. after they've graduated from high school. Yes. So they would have already graduated high school coming to us. Okay. Um, they're coming to us. That, like we've one guy that's been already been offered an ACB contract in Spain. Um, you know, he's, he's basically coming in to polish his English off with a view to going on to the States. Um, I'll throw my hat at it if I can't get this kid a scholarship to the States next year. Right. I mean, this kid is a, is a baller. I mean, he's a, at least a mid-major player. I mean, he's, he's a success story waiting for us to ha- happen, basically. Right. But the idea then is, is that we've got a, we've got a bunch of kids that, that are at that level that can compete for scholarships in the States. Okay. If they don't get the scholarship in the States, we've got plan B to go to a Scott universities in, in Europe, either the UK or in Spain or in Dublin here. So there's always a plan B and plan C for these kids. And the, the objective would be is to try and push them through into education first before they even consider basketball, professional basketball. Right. Now, what we have after that is we've got a, we can offer kids as well, bachelor and master's degrees as well. So we would take in basically kids into the bachelor, the bachelor's program. And they will, in, in addition to training and playing in the academy, They'll play in uh, uh, one of our par- our partner university here in Dublin, which is the third biggest university in Ireland, okay. and it's highly recognised internationally. Um, and then they would maybe actually go on to professional basketball afterwards, or they would go on to into their master's degree program. Okay. So we have the master's degree program after that, and that is the that's the real training ground for for American kids. For example, if if a kid went to college in the states. Right. I did four years and played Division Three or Division Two, um, and is able to come back over here and play in, in, in the Irish Premier League. He'll get the 
his first step on the, the ladder of semi-professional basketball in our top league, and he'll get his master's degree, and he'll get the opportunity to train like a professional basketball player in the academy. Right. So that's to, to I suppose, to polish the, the player off with a view to maybe sending them on, and then my agency then will be not, you know, basically looking to place these, these players into different professional clubs at various different levels in Europe. So it's quite diverse. And it's probably right. one of the, if not the most diverse program in terms of academies that exist for international students in Europe. I don't know of one that's... that's, that's so basically, it's anybody. It's anybody. Because you can put them basic If they're good enough, it's basically everybody because every level has a different fork in the road, basically. Um, that's exactly what I wanted to create. I wanted we had to create an option for every kid that wants one. That if he, he's, every kid's got a dream. Yep. You know, so, and we, we want to be able to provide, provide a basketball solution, a basketball related solution that, you know, that's a, available there, you know. And what's the and cost? What's the cost? What's the cost? Uh, well, the basic cost for, an, you know, for a player coming into the high school program will be nine and a half thousand euro per year. Okay. Um, right up to 30,000 euro a year, 29 and a half thousand euro for a master's program. Master's Obviously, degree. the big value in there is the master's degree. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty competitive compared to what a master's degree in the USA is going to is going to uh, you know cost. My understanding that it's going to be two, three, four times more expensive than that. Right. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know the yes. conversion from a euro to a yeah, <laughs> but I, I'm yeah, guessing. Um. All right. So let's let's do some let's do some basketball questions. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want to. I want to change. Oh, okay. I'll be, so, to see how these, I'll be interested to see how these fare up compared to my my yeah, last I'll, answers. I'm going <laughs> to tweak them a little bit too. So let's talk about practice planning because that's kind of been one of my things this summer. I've been kind of playing with. So when you you run practices, obviously, how, what what's the key when you do a practice plan or or you know it's like for me for I'm a, I'm a teacher too it's a lesson plan so what what goes into your practice plan basically is what i'm asking what goes into a practice plan I, I again it depends on the level of the kids that i would i'd be coaching but for the most part i'll be trying to focus on the fundamentals of the game as much as possible because unfortunately i think a lot of coaches a lot of you know people overlook just to focus on you know trying to have something different all the time you know if i i would prefer to to continue to do a drill until the kids have it mastered right. um, as opposed to being diverse and having a different drill every 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, no, without, without, obviously there's a fine balance there in terms of monotony, you know I mean? Right. <laughs> uh, you don't want to be boring either. So at the same time, you gotta, you gotta draw the line. Um, I would have a lot of full court stuff in there as well. Um, so, you know, there's definitely, definitely a, try and mix it up as much as possible, but ensure that you're giving the kids enough time to focus on what they need to, to develop the fundamentals of the game. Um, yeah, and I've said this, I've said this a thousand times. I think it's like a line with a slope and then when they're younger, it should be a lot of fundamentals. And then that line kind of slopes downward where if you're dealing with a 20 year old, you're probably not working on, you know, left-handed layups kind of thing. So I think it, yeah. it, 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 again, reading your team a little bit, but that's kind of where I've landed after the summer playing with it, thinking about my youth program and, you know, where, what is a, you know, what is a third grader, you know, what does a nine year old need in comparison to a 17 year old? Um, 
you know, obviously there can be some, mm-hmm. they're, they're all working on the same things, but maybe less at the, at the younger ages. Um, yeah. I mean, playing and that kind of stuff. I think the enjoyment factor obviously has to be included in there as well, because obviously right. a nine year old is going to have more enjoyment doing one thing that a 17 year old won't, you know? So you need to, I think we need to factor that in as well, because at the end of the day, the, for the most part, the game here in Ireland is 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 mostly rec- recreational. Um, you know, there's only a very very small percentage that would even see themselves as going up. You know, as as basketball as being a way to into professionalism. Right. right. So outside of the academy, you know, if it's the, if it's a cl- local club here and they're coaching at club level, it's the fun aspect has to be because right. Particularly if you're dealing with younger kids, because the the primary, the, you know, the priority is always got to be to bring that kid back to the basketball court. Right. So yes, I always tell coaches, you don't want to be this kid's last coach. <laughs> um, that's a very good point. You yeah. don't want to be their last coach. You want to be one on their journey. If you're their last coach, especially if you're dealing with a seven year old, you did something wrong. Um, Yes. Uh, yes. because you want to make it fun. You're right. And, and, and especially for you, I mean, in, in the States, it's not as big a deal because there's a lot of obviously cr- credibility with being a basketball player and people want to play basketball. Um, but you're competing against soccer and you're competing against, you know, lots of different things that, that, that are taking them away from playing basketball is my guess. Well, yeah. I mean, like if you look at the, the I suppose the hierarchy of sports here, we have got kind of, Gaelic games, which is right. Gaelic football and hockey, yeah. there's two different sports. There. Then we have either rugby or soccer. I'm not sure what's there. And then in terms, in terms of team sport, basketball is somewhere there in a, in a distant fourth or fifth. So it's you know there's a lot of competition, as you say. Um, I've said it time and time again over here. We we have we do have the athletes here. We've proved it in other sports. We just the infrastructure is, is needs to be developed. You know. Um, in terms of being able to give the kids the opportunities. And that's one of the things that we're trying to do in the academy here is, is be able to present the opportunity for a kid to train like a professional player right? Um, with a view to going on to a higher level of the game to realize their full athletic potential as, as such. So I suppose that's, that, that's it. You know, right. that's where it's at. So what would you, what would, and I know we did this one last time, what, what would you tell yourself as a younger coach? You know, if you could go back in a time machine and sit yourself when you're 25, and what would you tell yourself that you would do? What would you say? What to would your- I tell myself? That it wasn't about me. <laughs> Amen. You know, um, yeah, it wasn't. About, it wasn't. It wasn't about the. You know, standing on the sideline of a basketball court it wasn't about me being there. It was about what I could provide for the kids. You know, and that was that. I've, I suppose I've learned that over the years. I'm not. And we, I think we all, if you're not on a constant learning curve as a coach, I think you may retire, you know? Yeah. Um, and I've, I'm learning all the time. Right. You know, and particularly now when I, where I've, we've had so many quality coaches on the ground here, I've, I've had the, I've been blessed to be in, to be able to travel so much in the, with using basketball as a means to travel, experiencing so many different styles of basketball, so many different experience, you know, different types of coaching, different coaches, different personalities, which is huge, right. obviously. You know, and learning for me what is right and what's wrong. You know, right. And the underlying factor in all of that is is that it's not a, it's not about the coach's ego. It's about what you know, about what you can do for those kids. Right. I tell people. I mean, I told my wife this the other day. I just I I'm coming up on my thirtieth year teaching, and I said I just told her I said I think I'm just starting to hit my stride. 
yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like, all right, I got, I got this. You know, I feel like it, this is good. I mean, I've had more aha moments. I always call them aha moments in my yeah. teaching and coaching in the last five years than I did in the first 25. It's like, oh, this was a good day. I got across to them. You know, it's no different in my, in my math classroom than it is when I'm coaching basketball. It's the same thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's teaching. You're just teaching. Um, what, who, uh, I don't remember what you answered on this one. If you could talk to one coach for an hour, who would it be and why? I don't remember your answer to that one. For, right off the cuff, like, Phil Jackson's come to mind. I mean, that's because oh, yeah. he is who he is. Yep. Um, so I'd probably go back and say, if, you know, before my era would have been John Wooden, you know. Right. But, it, you know, because of the, the the bright lights and all that, probably Phil Jackson. I'd love to sit beside Phil Jackson and pick his mind about various different things. And with John Wooden, in terms of his wisdom and, you know, the methodology, the pyramid of success and be able to, absolutely. I mean, right. I, I mix up between the two. You want me to choose one, I'd probably say John Wooden. Yeah, and the thing is, what I don't, what, what people don't really realize, and I've and I've coached my my one of my players, just Vander Blue, just got a just got his contract for he's twenty five, just got his first contract for the Lakers. It's like what people don't realize is, especially those guys, they go, oh, they had so much talent, blah blah blah. It is it is hard sometimes to coach talent. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, we manage are difficult to manage all those egos, right? I mean, and, and keep them happy, which is, you know, going back to what I said earlier on about, it's about keeping players happy. And right. And keep, you, you, you got to keep those two. Hey everybody, players. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to listen to me and those in inter the interviews and all that. If you do like these, um, you know, we've been putting them on for three or four years. If you like them, we would ask you to subscribe and, and leave a review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, or just send me an email. I would, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Steve at teachhoops.com. Um, when you're there, maybe come over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better videos, audio, community, one-on-one -on -one calls, office hours. I just, just got off a call with a teachhoops.com member. We broke some film down for him. So, Go over and check that out, um, and we really appreciate that. And if you have time, go over and check out High School Hoops and uh, um, Teacher Sidegate. Those are those are other podcasts under the Coach Market uh, Media conglomerate, I will call it. So go over and check those out. Let's bet, head back you, to the podcast. You've got to keep those superstars happy. Right. And then, and then, and, yeah. and then the, getting them on the same page and being able to, to you know, teach the things that you want to make, them a, make not only them a better player, but make the entire team a better player. Um, yeah, it, it's it's nobody's gonna have any sympathy for me. But anyway, uh, it, all right. If you could change one thing about basketball, what would you change? What would I change? Um, that's a good question. How do you change something that you that you love so much? Why do you love it? I mean, because you you think it's perfect, right? Right. <laughs> it's like, you wouldn't change anything. What would I change? I don't think I'd change anything. What would I change? I um. I think the courts. I think the courts too small. I think the courts too small. That's my. That's my big. Thing. I think the bodies are okay, well, so see, big. Um, if you came to Ireland, you'd see you'd see some small courts. So yeah. <laughs> you would definitely be hoping to change the courts in some of the gyms here, right? Because um, they're not always up to regulation, right? Um, what would I change? I try and change in a way, and I don't know what the answer to this is, but to try and make the game faster than it actually is, you know? 
which is it likely to be a challenge for anybody to because it is you know if it's played right it can be very 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 fast right but to try and make it quicker maybe maybe introduce a shot clock with a lower because obviously we have the shot clock here i know you don't have it in some states over there yeah we're but, getting it in our state in 2020 so we're getting in yeah it's it's kind of up in the air about how yeah. people feel about it but yeah it definitely, I definitely think that's that's one way to do it. Is it twenty four yeah, in the international game? Yeah, yeah, it's twenty four. Yeah. That's pretty fast. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, Daniel, my son, came back and he said, like, we had an offense that was like two minutes long. It was like, it was like what? What? Yeah. I mean, like, these are these are eleven European kids and they're passing the ball around like you know a game of donkey and it's like. Right. You know, the objective is to put the ball in the net. Why are you waiting two minutes to do it? So, <laughs> you don't need to do that. I mean, yes. <laughs> it's going to turn into a soccer game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on soccer. Anyway. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So let's, let's go do our rapid fire because I know it's Sunday night for you. It's only Sunday morning for me. Um, do, uh, oh, right, okay. I what, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm 16 hours a day every day. Like, I I I was in the airport picking up a girl in from Spain to try out with a Premier League program over here for one of our master's degree scholarships. I mean, so and that's not till 7:30 tonight. So no. I'll be on the court till till 9 p.m. tonight. I know uh, I'm going so. on vacation. Um, it was funny because I was talking to my boss, and uh, you know, I basically school got out, and it's been you know seven weeks since school got out, and I've been at school every day basically. So I told my I'm leaving town. The only way I'm not at work or doing this is I have to literally physically leave town. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing yeah, that yeah. a couple days. It'll be good. All right. What's your favorite basketball? Favorite basketball? I'd say the current molten basketball. Yeah, you told me that. And that's the one with the, the lines, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's, I find it, you know, it's very easy to, it's very soft on the hands. Um, you know, we have we've got a kid coming in from D three in the states, and you know, he was saying, I was saying, what what's he was saying, what's the best thing I could do to try and get ready to come over here? And I says, go buy yourself a molten basketball because it's going to be very different to yeah. I think using Spalding or Wilson or something. I don't know. It was like Wilson well, make tennis balls. We got like we got like yeah. seven of them that are consistently Baden Rock. I mean, there's like seven of them that you see. It's there's no uniform basketball. That's why I always ask that question. Um, one word to describe your ideal player. Um, athletic. Obviously, I think one word would be athletic. Athletic. Yeah. Did I say that last time? And no, you, I don't remember. What, I think you said something about hustle last time. I, I like you know. You know, it's funny because I've had guys go through the NBA thing. They don't, and and they obviously test a lot of athleticism. They check. Mm-hmm. They don't check height anymore. They check wingspan because they're yeah. they're really worried about how you're. Obviously, they're checking lateral quickness too, but they're checking. You know, I had a kid that played for me, played for the Badgers, went over in Europe and played for about seven years. He's about six eight, but he had a wingspan of like someone that's seven three. That's what made him so good. I mean, he was a great player. Um, but they're always looking at it's funny what the scouts are looking at too. Um all right, if you go to one sporting event, what one sporting event, what would it be? Oh, it'd have to be the NBA finals. NBA finals. You did say that last time. I do remember that. Um, can anybody <laughs> beat the Cavaliers next year? Can anybody beat the Cavaliers? Um, I think it's going to be tough. I do too. Particularly the trades that are going on at the moment. 
I, I'm surprised the NBA's let that happen because they have the power to stop trades and stuff and, and movements. It's like, I don't know. I grew up in the 80s when it was late, it was Magic versus Bird. And when there's a rivalry, it's so much better than when one team just dominates. I think it's better for the sport yeah. when there's a rivalry. It is, yeah. 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 Um, yeah uh, what's your free, favorite pregame meal? Oh, it was always pasta. Yeah, you I did say that last time. Yeah, it was like, not just pasta, spaghetti bolognese. It's got to be, my mom made this awesome spaghetti bolognese when I was growing up. And to date, it's probably my favorite meal. And it's got to be, it's got to be that, you know. I remember, I'll tell you a story. I remember I, my, after my first summer teaching, my brother and I got backpacks, got a year rail pass, went to Europe and spent eight weeks just hustling around. And it was funny. We were in some Italian town. This was, this would have been 90. I think it would have been 90. Anyway. And, um, we were looking for some place to eat. We could not find any place to eat. We found this little mom and pop place, best pasta I've ever had. But basically, they literally came out and threw it on our table and went away because the World Cup was on. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was in Italy. I think. It was like you were just you were discovering them. Yeah, it was like don't distract us. We have other things. I think Italy was playing too. It's like we so we always we we worked around staying out of towns where the World Cup was because it was like pretty crazy. Um, it might have been the year that they won the World Cup when Ireland beat them in the first game. I have to get that in there, man. No, they did. <laughs> I think they won one nil or something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, what's one thing you do to relax? Meditate. You told me that. You know, I've started to, I've started to um, I, I, I'm big into walking my dog and stuff because that's kind of my time. But I, I got to look into yoga and meditation because I think that would be this is one way I relax too, to be honest with you. I do this. I talk hoops. This is yeah. stressful. It's fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's interesting. You're the first uh, one to say that. Walking the dog will be, um, will be, will be something else that I do. Like we've, you know, when I get, you know, it's again, when I, I, I have to be in a relaxed state to go and do that nearly, you know, because I right. can't, when I'm, when I, I'm not, because otherwise I'm, I'm too focused on the dog running away or whatever it's going to yeah. be. And it's like, that I find it special, but I need to be just completely relaxed. Okay, let's take it with our walk. And I think you it's know? important. I took my son fishing in Canada, I don't know, three or four years ago. It's the longest I went without talking to my wife. We were literally off the grid. And it was like a detox almost when we went off the grid. And that's why the walk is almost that way for me. It's like, we're so connected now in this world that we need to, you know, yeah. re reconnect with nature, get away from the electronics. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's so important. That's, that's what, like, the phone, like you, you mentioned there, the only way you can you can get a holiday is to leave town. I mean, yeah. the only way I can get a holiday, like I went on a holiday with my partner to, to Spain for two right. weeks, and I, I worked every day because my phone is on, you know right. what I mean? I could be anywhere and I'm, I'm working. Yeah, I'm well, yeah. I, need to, I need to go away with my phone. Yeah. <laughs> that's my think, getting out of town. I think you're right. It's a, it's a sliding scale. Like, I'm not going to be at work. I'm not going to physically be at work. But, yes, my phone will be. I'll be doing phone stuff the next couple of weeks. Um, what's the best player you have seen in person? Best player you have seen in person? It's a tough one. Best player I've seen in Best player I've seen in person. Does that include going to NBA games? Yep, yep. It's, it's LeBron. I saw him in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I'm from Miami. Yeah. I stood right beside the guy. He's freak, and I don't isn't believe he? he's six eight. I don't believe he's six eight, by the way. Or Dwayne Wade being six five. Because I'm I'm an honest six six six. 
and you know he was smaller. He, Dwayne Wade is smaller than me. Um, but anyway, and my to answer your question in short, it's it's LeBron. It's LeBron. Uh, how tall do you think you know? LeBron is? He, he's probably six six. He's probably the same height as me. But I mean, the guy is a beast. I mean, he's athletically just phenomenal. Like he's not yeah. normal. Yeah, he's not normal. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, I'm so I have so much admiration for the guy. I mean, even the way he handles the, you know, all the negative press that he gets, um, he just gets on with it, you know. And he's never really, he's never really in. He's never really, he's not a bad boy. He's never really in that, you know. Him and Steph Curry, they really stay out of the fray. It's crazy. You never hear of that. Yeah, yeah. Good agents. I, I don't know whether they, they get training for for that in terms of how to handle all of that sort of stuff. I'm sure they get some of the boys, but I think you know, for me on the outskirts looking in, I just he seems like the I don't want to say the perfect gentleman, but he's he's really um, he really represents very very well. He represents himself very very well. Yes, yeah, someone did a very good job yeah. with him was yeah. when he was being raised. Uh, um, best player of all time. Well, MJ. Yeah. He's, he, he's winning. Uh, uh, one thing that helped you become a better coach? Age, maturity. I agree. I agree. It's like I, I grew up in the Bobby Knight era, so it was like everyone wanted to be Bobby Knight. It's like, oh, my God. I'm yeah, so not Bobby Knight. Yeah, I'm so not Bobby <laughs> Knight. Um, best game you have seen in person? Best game I've seen in person – Probably um, it was a game I coached back in. I think it was an under eleven tournament. It was that team that coached my son's team, and they went. Um, it was just neck, neck and neck all the way. It was with a, a team from a rival city here in Ireland, and uh, although standard wasn't wasn't fantastic, but it was just a, it was just the competitiveness of the game and the spirit of the kids for me was the was something that really you know. Stood yeah, out in my memory. I didn't say that last time. And, 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 and sometimes people go, a game that, a college game or a professional game, mine is one I coached in too. It's, it's, I think it's, that's a unique answer. I like that question. Um, one, one word, one word to describe your coaching style. Oof, defensive. Okay. Um, top bench player did I, did of all I say time. That last time? No, you didn't say that last time. That's okay. Top, yep. top defensive what did I say last player year? of all time. The top, Dennis Robin. And what about the best bench player of all time? Um, I don't know. Best play, bench player. Probably be, I don't know. He wasn't always a bench player, but Tony Kukoc. Ooh, he'd be good. Yeah. I think it depends on the career, too. There's some guys who just have made a career of that. What's one book you'd recommend to a coach listening to this? Um, the monkey sold is Ferrari. Okay, it's a book by Robin Sharma. Uh, it's a very good read. And what is that about? It's not about it's not, it's not about basketball. It's more about life. Okay, but I think there's a lot of crossover there in it. Okay, uh, I mean like I, yeah, yeah. I mean I, I, because I'm obsessed with the game, I really almost relate everything to to the game. So. To the game. 
So uh, what I'm going to do, and, and and maybe people listening, they might know a player, they might be a player, that blah, 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 your academy. So what I'm going to have you do, Coach, is you're going you're gonna to email me. I don't know if you did last time. I'm going to have you do it again. I'm going to have you email all your contact stuff, all the stuff about your academy, um, and I'll okay. send you an email to remind you of this. And then I'll also ask for that book because um, I tried to write it down, but it's too fast. Um, and then all okay. that stuff will be in the show notes for so when people, um, so when people come, uh, they'll be able to find that. And I appreciate you doing this. Okay. I'm so sorry we had to do this twice. Um, not at all. Look, I understand. Sometimes I, I have the same difficulties with technology. It's not always as reliable. It doesn't always work the way you want. And, and uh, the Collins family is talking about possibly going to Ireland slash London next year. If we do, we're definitely going to, you and I are going to definitely meet. We'll have, we'll have drinks or a dinner or something. If that, if that we'll, happens. We'll have, we'll have a, a nice cold point of Guinness in, in, Oh. Downtown bar somewhere. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not a I'm not a Guinness drinker, but I will uh, I will I will have one with you. I will definitely do that. You uh, you will be by the time you leave Ireland. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, and so will your wife. <laughs> yes, they uh. There's some statistical stuff. I talk about the Guinness Brewery. There's something called the tea distribution. I'm a stats teacher, and it was actually started. The Guinness Brewery does small sample. Whatever you don't care about the math, but there's a it basically started in that brewery it was an interesting as one a huge statistical analysis thing started there so um the kids always find that fun because i'm talking about beer but anyway um, okay okay <laughs> thanks for thanks well, for, thanks for doing this coach no thank you no Bye-bye. problem coach. I appreciate it okay yep. take Bye. care cheers hey everybody thank you for listening uh we really do appreciate that if you like these podcasts please go over and leave a five-star review those really do mean a lot i read every one of them also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let me take my wife out to dinner. Let me uh, broaden your horizons in this great game we call basketball. So um, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.